News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you for the next 30 minutes or so. And coming up uh, a little later on in the show, 12 mistakes that you make in your kitchen to attract bugs. And in just a minute, we will finish up with how to load your dishwasher, nine ways you're loading your dishwasher wrong, and we'll continue. We had three left. It was, it was a lot of talk about this. So in the studio, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Good to see you, Chuck. Good to see you. Do you do closings also in southern Indiana? No. Okay, so just Louisville just, on Chuck. Got well, it. Not just Louisville. Okay. Kentucky. Kentucky. All right. of Kentucky. I've got uh, Georgetown coming up this week. Oh, good for you. So. You travel there. Yeah, that's good for you. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. They do inspections both in southern Indiana and in Louisville, and you can reach them at 357-0813. Yes, sir. Yep, good, good morning. to see you. Incidentally, um, in case you were wondering, they also, uh, Home Team has a, uh, a booklet that we will send out to you on uh, what is an inspection, how to get ready for it. Yeah, send me an email, bob at com, and just say Home Team Inspection in the subject line, and we'll send that out yeah, to you as well. Great it's, frame it's with good thinking stuff. about selling the home. Yep. My son Greg is yeah. here. Good yep. to see you there, brother. How's it going? Good. And you can reach Greg at? At We Sell Louisville on Instagram or uh, Facebook. And you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. We'll go to the phones in just a second. First, we started last week something that keeps rolling. <laughs> Nine ways you're loading your dishwasher wrong. We talked about a variety of things, but there was three things that we didn't get a chance to do, and that is uh, the three items. Chuck, where do you put your glassware? Uh, in the top rack or the lower rack? Uh, the way the uh, spinny thing that shoots out the water, whatever you call that, <laughs> the spinny, uh, the spinny goes thing. the spinny thing. That's the technical term. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I put it in line with that, so it's kind but, of like a circle around the top. Oh, and on the top shelf, though, yes. the top. Okay, using the top. So, shelf. according to this report, it's tempting to stick a, a glass or a cup on the bottom rack of the dishwasher when the top gets too full, but. Always resist. The top rack is specifically designed for more glassware and cups, receives a much gentler wash than the bottom, where these more delicate items are at risk for breakage or other items. Less vibration. It's brilliant. Uh, Who thought about that, though? Okay. How about metals? Stainless steel, silvered, where do you put those? I don't. Because generally, if it's going to be steel or something of that nature, it's either a knife or a pan, and you do not wash those. That's true. We talked about that last right. week. But in this case, this report says, keep your stainless steel and silver utensils well away from each other. If you let those two metals collide, Brad is shaking his head, yes. this is correct, Yes, um, they will produce a chemical reaction that can actually pit and dent your silver. So oh, really? Yes. How about that's, that? Yeah, that's that's, that's how the silver... Mm-hmm. I've always wondered, wondered at the top it. of the spoons, you yep. ever see where there's pitting, pitting and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So if you must watch, wash both metals. like, who is set. chewing my spoon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it could be that Casey's getting him stuck in the, in the disposal, which he's <laughs> not telling you. Yeah, that, that, well, why would you use way. a spoon in the disposal? No, my, no, hand, no, it, my hand fits in perfectly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you must wash both metals in the same load, place them <laughs> at opposite ends of the utensil basket to keep this from occurring so this is good and then finally how much do you stuff into your dishwasher to get the wash the dishwashing done do you overfill it no that good that's the right answer just like your washing machine oh you didn't know that just like your washing machine a dishwasher is less effective if it's crammed full of stuff yeah if uh, water and soap cannot freely circulate your dishes will not come out clean avoid overcrowding 
your dishwasher and hand wash a few items if you must. Oh, gosh. Hand wash them to ensure that they get their proper treatment. So there you go. So those, those are some of the uh, nine things that uh, the loading your dish or dishwasher incorrectly. All right. To the phones we go. Good morning. Bob Sekolar, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Ann. Yeah. I just discovered from a home inspection that the age of the HVAC system in the home I'm buying is much older than what's listed on the disclosure. Can I make the seller replace it? Oh. I haven't closed on it yet. Okay. So... So first of all, we're going to go both to Chuck and to yeah. Brad on this. So Brad, you're looking at the age of when your people go in to do an inspection. Yes, we do the very best we can to grab the model number and serial number, which is going to give us information relating to the manufactured date of that unit. Mm-hmm. Some older units, which are still functioning very well, um, may not have a date that is discernible, and we, we do the best we can. We'll, we'll call those out. We'll explain to them that we can't exactly date it, but there's plenty of guides out there to to get us to the point of how old the system is. What the home inspector, though, is checking for is the, is the does it run, does it work? Yeah. So, you know, if, if, if it is something that's very old, particularly if it's dirty, if it doesn't look like it's been serviced, we're always going to recommend that an HVAC company come out and do a further inspection of it. But, yeah, we, we see 30-, 35-year-old systems that are functioning perfectly today. And as we go into the winter months, mm-hmm. if the temperature gets below 60, 60. – then you can't run the H, the, the air conditioning, that's, correct? That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Right. Same same issue that we have in very warm days where we're trying to you know run heat. It doesn't you know if you've got a heat pump, we can't do that. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, right. Same same type of problem. So let's turn it over to Chuck now. So the disclosure doesn't match what the HVAC age is. What you're thinking on that? My thinking is there's a contract you can get out of. That's definitely a substantial issue. Now, can you force them to replace it? I doubt that. They haven't closed yet. Yeah, so they that haven't closed a, yet. There's, you know. Well, they're still in the inspection stage, obviously, yeah. or they're, they're trying to decide. And that's to, at the yeah. point where you say, you know, I think maybe you ought to make it right and, mm-hmm. and get this repaired. I mean, if it's a perfectly serviceable, uh, serviceable uh, system and there's nothing wrong with it, mm-hmm. just the fact that they misstated and was did it was it purposeful? I mean, what was the intent here? Now, it, be I see this happen of, quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. You see it as well, right? Yeah, I mean, it, let's just take the worst-case scenario. The guy put it in himself 30 years ago. The system is crap, and he said it's a year old. Yeah. Um, you know, that's grounds for all sorts of things you can do, but forcing him to put in a new system is not one of them. Okay, so... But, you know, you're going to say, yeah, I think maybe you need to put in a, a system. A new system or, or we're going get it verified, to, get it clean, uh, yeah, service, go, whatever. Go through or, the rest of our. So one thing I would suggest is then for um, and to ask the seller to buy a home warranty right. that would cover. And, again, we have a whole series of things, tips on home warranties. They do work if you know how mm-hmm. to work them. Yeah, You can't just call a, an HVAC company out to fix it. you got to call right. the home warranty company. We have to do a, part, a, a show on a little bit on this on, down the road. But I would offer, listen, I'll pay for one year, or if that yeah, doesn't work, like two that. years of a home warranty. Yeah, But just, which, just not knowing the age. I mean, shoot, I know my, the age of my system, but simply because the guy we bought it from has a clipboard next to it mm-hmm. uh, with every time he changed a... Uh, uh, Filter thing. Oh, that was, he must have been oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah. All right. So, so, okay. So then, and the question is, how do you handle it? I would talk with your agent, ask your agent to try to mitigate it if you want to keep going forward. And if not, um, you say, okay, we're out. If you'd like to hear and see what uh, some of our clients are saying about us, our sellers, you can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com or for buyers, you can go to LouisvilleBuyersTalk.com. 
com. Incidentally, if you are if you own a home or a condo, you might want to take some tips here. And Brad, feel free and, and Chuck and Greg mm-hmm. jump in here. Quick monthly inspections of your plumbing mm-hmm. can help save a lot of problems, especially during the cold months where things start getting a little wanky there with uh, weather. Uh, you want to check to see if the cutoff valve on sinks and toilets are working property, properly, right? Uh, what? You, yeah. N- well. No? No. no. Why? That's, that's not something, not for, you, you don't want to move the valves on your on Interesting. Your, so yeah, why? Your sinks why? and toilets. But those are, those are really meant to only be used when you're servicing the unit. Um, yeah, we don't, that's in fact, as part of a home inspection, we don't do that because every time you do that, it's probably going to fail right after you've you've manipulated that oh, valve. Oh, so, well, I'm glad you corrected yeah, this because this yeah, report came out that we received. Okay. Yeah, that's but let's test we these. Would, so yeah. does that go with the uh, cutoff valve uh, to the outside spigots? Uh, that you're going to do seasonally. Yeah. You know, yeah, we would definitely recommend that you do that seasonally, but I don't think that you probably different want to Different type of, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, it's so, different than the small little valve. So, so let's, let's clarify. The cutoff valves to your outside spigots. Yes. Turn them off, then drain them. I suspect, yes, and some of correct. them have little drain mm-hmm. caps that allow you to bring or water. Just, out. Or just open the hose bib up. You know, once you cut it off oh. inside, just open the hose bib up. That way, there's no water that can expand and break Good. those pipes during the uh, freezing days. Okay, but the little ones inside yeah. under the because mm-hmm. they could fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I got that. Yeah. Fill each sink with a few. See if this works, Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to test this. Fill each sink with a few inches of water to see if they drain in what you feel is a normal amount yeah. of time. That's a that's a good idea. So. Now, here's the question, and I think all of us are going to be interested in your answer on this. So a slow-draining sink can be an indication of a clog that builds up uh, around the insides of the pipe. A common cause could be food, grease, hair, hair. soap scum. In Chuck's case, food that he scraped off of his plate. <laughs> yeah, in the no, that, that goes in the, the garbage disposal yep. side of the... Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> That's right. Do you pl- use a, a one of those uh, plungers? Do you use the Drano stuff? Because I've heard that Drano can hurt your pipes. Yeah. The problem with Drano is that it sets in the trap underneath the sink. It tends to to, to sit there for lengthy periods of time. Uh-huh. If you have metal, it can, over time, corrode. It's, a, it's, it's not a super harsh acid, but it's strong enough that it will pit and weaken the metal over time. And what about if it's PVC? The PVC, it doesn't really have that okay. same type of effect on it. Um, but it heats up when it's working, right? The drain yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it will. Could it melt it, the PVC? It, no, or no, it won't. Okay. I, it, it, the heat won't get that high. All right. right, so also inspect each toilet to see if they're leaking water from the tank uh, into the bowl. And you can do that by getting one of those blue... The, yeah. you know, the cleaner things yeah. that, you know, you yeah. put or the you blue... Or you can hear it, too. Yeah, you, you could hear, hear it. Or if your toilet will cycle, yeah. you know, where it hasn't been used, but All suddenly sudden it's filling, yeah. Yeah. then you know that you're leaking into the, uh, in the bowl. <laughs> you thought it was a ghost. Well, yeah, no. In a few weeks. Um, <laughs> another issue could be that the flush valve needs to be replaced, and That's that would correct. be one of the reasons right. in this case. So, All right. So anyway, let's just kind of a quick yeah. checklist, because we're mm-hmm. starting to get into the cold weather, yeah. and we don't want anybody having problems. Those are good ideas. Yep. Back to the phones we go. Good morning. Bob Sekulder. Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Kathy. Yeah. I'm buying a house, and my realtor says I need several types of inspections a home inspection, termite inspection, and radon. I'm wondering if I need a sewer pipe inspection. Well, it's not a bad idea, but it's not required. No. And not the norm. It's not. Um, if the house has been vacant, and, and vacant for a period of six months or more, it's a really good idea mm-hmm. to have a scope of the sewer done um, because there's a lot more damage that can happen to those um, 
to those pipes when the home is is empty and there's no water running through there. So the, the small fibrous hair-like roots that come in from uh, trees and other things will will get into those pipes and clog them up. That's a really good idea. If if the house has been um, if someone's been living in it, yeah. it's it it may be a little bit of overkill. Um, but if really they're only if it, seeing if it, the main drain lines, if the inspection says the drains are slow, slow, then yeah. indicator smoke. It's it's if there's yes. smoke. You want to check it out? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. And and that may just be a, a call out to a company that cleans drain lines. Now you know I don't know if you guys know this. In some states, in some cities, they actually require a sewer inspection mm-hmm. to be done. Uh, again, we don't. Yeah. I would assume right. those are in bigger municipalities that uh, maybe that has a, a self-regulating way of making sure their streets and uh, sewage systems are running I, good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But all right. So there you go. So I, they, it's not needed, but you could always have it. If you uh, want to get a question on the radio show, jot this number down because we recorded in advance on many weeks. Uh, 502-252-1890. That's 252-1890. Just call, ask me the question, and we'll get it on the air for you. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob, this is Bill. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about buying her for sale by owner, and we have a handshake deal on it. What should I watch out for? So, everything. Chuck, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, tell them. The, the hugging the handshake is just the first part. Now you need a contract. Uh, uh, any uh, contract for sale of uh, real estate has to be in writing or it's not enforceable. Now, I've seen deals go through where it's a hug and a handshake and they get to closing and everything's great. But what happens when he says, no, nah, I don't want to do it? Uh, and, you know, how do you determine what your rights are? Who's going to pay for what? Who's responsible for what, et cetera? And you need a contract. Just give me a call. Yep, because uh, in Chuck's, um, his vocabulary of a hug and a handshake, I'd go one step further. A hug and a handshake could always lead to a hiccup. Oh, well, there, there you go. go. You like that? Uh, you're, you're I thought on. you were heading in another direction. No, 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 but then that's just because I have... Nope. Sunday morning. Yeah, Hold on. Right, yeah, we're going well. Okay, back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sculler. Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hello. Yes. This is Mark. I'm selling my house. I got an inspection. It's crazy. We had like the... Uh, they put a GFI in the bathroom. Uh-huh. It wasn't there when we was there, but they made us put it in. Yep. Then they made me put a... They wanted me to do termite work to fix it but that's old stuff when we moved there and the realtor said don't bother with it mm-hmm. so i didn't and they said that they wanted me to but i didn't do it and all about electrical work we're putting covers on it they wanted me to put uh have electrician do that put covers just covers, covers. on electrical boxes yep. junction boxes i wouldn't do it. i did it myself uh, all the outlets on the outside was weathered proof but they didn't like them had to replace them do i have to do any of this stuff yeah, so this this is a problem we see all the time, but there are some things that you can do proactively before putting your house on the market, like putting on wall plate covers. Yeah, right. Well, and I think that your your point there about doing things in advance of yeah. the inspection that's really why we've created that guide mm-hmm. that they can get at hometeam dot com right backslash Louisville. You can see um, how to prepare your house for an inspection because a lot of what he's talked about there are issues that the home inspector is going to find. It is going to go into the report. Sellers have lived with these these issues for many years. They don't think that there's anything wrong with it, but their buyers of the home have a very different opinion. 
of termite damage of any of the the GFIs, they're going to want to protect themselves from you know a hairdryer getting dropped into a tub. Yeah. So the this is this is very common, and it's it's so it is a really good idea for a seller to look at that list. Just call into the home team office and and ask us the questions. We're happy to walk you through it even before you know any any home inspector comes into your home, Got so it. that you kind of understand what's what's going on. If you'd like to see the future of home photography, head to Louisville3D.com. You need more than just ordinary pictures these days, really. Then we can show you this. We take home photography to a whole new level. See it for yourself at Louisville3D.com. We're going to take a break. When we come back, 12 mistakes that you make in your kitchen to attract more bugs. You are listening to the Louisville Real Estate Show in the studios. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. My son, Greg, which is at your Instagram account, at We And Bob at We For me, 376 Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or bob will buy it go to we louisville.com and get top dollar for your home news radio 840 whas the louisville real estate show bob Sikoler here with you three seven six five four eight three if you want to talk about the guaranteed sale program simply contact me and then we come out we set an appraisal get it set at a price and you can cancel at any time We'll sell it. I'll tell you, we'll do that uh, with a guaranteed sell program. Three seven six five four eight three in the studio with me. We've got Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service three five seven zero eight one three. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. They do great closings, and he also entertains during the closing in a serious but funny mode. 
at 499-6360. My son, Craig, Instagrams. At we so little. Simple. And, uh, again, 376-5483 for me. If you're looking for a condo, how about some luxury living in the heart of downtown Louisville? You can really love the fleur-de-lis. It's a state-of-the-art mixed-use development, five-story steel and concrete, stunning architectural building. It really is amazing. 82 luxury designed homes, and then condos feature 10-foot ceilings, beautiful gourmet kitchen, stainless steel appliances, and custom cabinets and granite marble countertops. It goes on and on. We've got a bunch of them listed if you'd like to hear more about or want to see them. Fleur de Lis downtown, you can call me or call your agent, and uh, they'll get you in to see it. All right. Twelve mistakes. Guys, listen carefully. See what you think. Let's see what works. Uh, the 12 mistakes that you could make to attract more bugs to your kitchen is, well, number one, I think we'll all agree, not running the dishwasher regularly, right? Even if the dishes, uh, you rinse them, we talked about that and this show and last show, and put them in the dishwasher, there's bound to be food residue left behind that will be a beacon for bugs. Boy, they just stick mm-hmm. and go. Uh, leaving dishes in the sink, do we do this? We do. Don't no. we? Mm-hmm. Nobody? Mm-hmm. Chuck? No. No? Using cardboard boxes for storage. Mm. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. So cardboard boxes are good for deliveries, but they're not the kind of thing that you should rely on for storage purposes because they're corrugated. They provide lots of lovely little spaces where cockroaches and other insects can lay their eggs. Mm. Well, we have a lot of moving Mm. boxes downstairs in our basement, Sandy and I. I think i got to start getting rid of those. Get rid of those. Yeah. Don't leave crumbs on the table. Be sure to wipe down the tables after uh, doing uh, having dinner, right? Uh, not sealing food tightly enough. Open containers will attract the bugs. They can sniff, smell, and they'll know it's there. Not taking out the trash timely enough on a regular basis. Leaving out leftovers. That's a, a tough thing. Not wiping down the counters and the stove. Not sweeping regularly, right? Not wiping down the bottles. This one I'm guilty of, and... Think about this, you guys. How often have we, you know, you let's say it's barbecue sauce and you put the cap back on the barbecue bottle and <laughs> and then there's still a little remnants of the barbecue that didn't quite make it all the way out. And talking then, about the bottles, not on the side of your face. No, right. I'm talking about the bottles. <laughs> and then, the, does this ever happen to you guys? Have no. you ever done that? Well, think about that. Oh, good. So you wipe the, the bottle itself. Okay, Frequently. Uh, but then good. I put it in the refrigerator. Are you leaving it out on the counter? Well, no, no. No, well, that's about, true. Like, what about like maple syrup or honey or something? That doesn't need to be refrigerated. That, right, that yeah. Think you about don't refrigerate that. your maple syrup? No. Chuck, we get it. You're really, really clean. <laughs> He's I get really it. Clean. No, seriously, we are. <laughs> don't. We are. Don't. We don't go to bed if there's stuff lying out. Don't. I mean, it's just, it's a good rule of thumb. It don't, really is. Don't ignore your appliances underneath them as well. Uh-huh. Foods go underneath there. And then not rinsing recyclables before you put them in a recycle bin. Yeah. That, that could attract the see. Yeah, uh, we definitely do that. 12 things to come. All right. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHS. Hello. Hey, Bob. Now, don't laugh. But okay. This is a true story. After the closing, the seller told me they think the house may be haunted. What can I do? Okay. So, um, well, legally. legally. So let's start legally, too. Because <laughs> legal, the law doesn't recognize ghosts. Right. It doesn't. And no, there's no place on re- the protected no. class of. of uh, I mean, there's a couple of crazy cases. I mean, the whole Amityville horror thing was an attempt to get out of a, uh, out of a foreclosure, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that was a legitimate, true deal? I mean. Well, no, they. they the story is that they made up the Amityville horror story uh, to try and get out of the 
purchase of the property because they were in foreclosure on the mortgage. Oh, got it. Okay. So they were trying to use that as some sort of defense. There is one court in uh, New York that I know of that ruled that a house had a, uh, um, oh, I forget the phrase it used. It, it refused to say it was a ghost, but uh, he indicated that uh, the reputation of the house was such that everybody knew it was and nobody disclosed it to the people coming in. Ooh, that's interesting. So he set aside the sale for not, you know, disclosing the reputation of the house. Uh, not wouldn't officially recognize uh, any ghosts. Okay. Yeah. All so. right. All right. Well, there's a little more to this. Okay. Because Brad. Yeah. You have a little bit more evidence of we, we have we have a one of our inspectors is um, she's very she's very tuned into things that in are in her surroundings. We do inspect a lot of older homes, and she does have a, a sense that people are watching her. There's a picture that she has from a crawl space that she she took. Um, didn't think anything was going on down there when uh, she was taking her photos. When she was working on her reports uh, later that afternoon, she realized that there was a face that was staring at her in one of the mm. pictures. And she did a little bit of work uh, and found out that it was almost the very same face that was in the gentleman's obituary oh. photo. So, um, yeah, you know, there's there's some different things. We did a funeral home uh, recently. and <laughs> found some some interesting um you know anomalies we'll call it but you know just just the month that we're in you know with halloween coming up you know it's it's not there's probably a lot of things that people are seeing these days do you have you have a picture yeah i can which we saw will you email that to me i'll send you a couple pictures for your for your records all right well make sure it's okay so i can send these out if anybody wants to see the pictures i'll be happy to so send me an email Bob at we we sell um, and then uh, in there in the subject line just say ghosts, ghosts yeah. and I'll send you the pictures sure. if you're interested in. It. I mean, I mean, but I looked at the picture that one of them, and, and there is something there to it. Yeah. All right, back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jim. Yeah. I have a question about a home that I have that sustained quite a bit of water damage while I was absent from it, and I was wondering if. There is a way I can sell it as is without having to actually make a lot of repairs and renovations myself. By the way, I did report this to my insurance, um, and they denied the claim, saying that because I was absent from the house for a while, that um, it's essentially my fault, and they denied Hmm. the claim. So, all right, let's start on the legal side of this thing. Does that sound legit? I mean, that he was absent from the house and they didn't... Does well, he have I, any recourse? Uh, needs to talk to somebody that does insurance work. I don't do insurance work. Yeah, uh, I but I know yeah. I know the people who do. Uh, so, like I said, uh, like I always say, if I don't do it, I know you who know, does. Who can do it. Yeah. In, so. so, in in general terms, sh- can an insurance company just deny it based on? Well, yeah, they they don't make money by saying yes. Uh huh. That's gotcha. that's yeah. why you see all the advertisements on TV. That's yeah. Insurance companies don't don't make money by saying yes. Yeah, that's unfortunate though because I mean, I th- yeah. and and so let's be practical here. So if you've left your house, let's say you go on vacation and you come back mm-hmm. and you found that there was a leak, and I've seen this happen mm-hmm. before, like a flood or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So do you tell the insurance company you're on vacation and I'm looking from a leak? Well, you standpoint. have to be truthful. Yeah, okay. And I'm sure that's a question they'll ask. They're going to ask, are you were, right. were you at but home? The, yeah, but the point is, just because they say no doesn't mean that the answer is going to be no once yeah. he's spoken to an attorney and and gotten somebody to look at it. Yeah, the, this worries me. I mean, just because anytime you go away, 
I've thought about this, Brad. You turn the water yeah. off yes. to the whole house. Yes. And yes, that's that when you're going away for any period of time, because even a small ice maker line, if that fitting breaks or that line, you know, comes disconnected, it can flood a house within yeah. a very short well, period of time. We've seen that a, a bunch of times yeah. where uh, you put in the new, uh, you move into a house, you put in the uh, washer dryer, mm-hmm. you don't get a new uh, hose. That's right. And that thing cracks that breaks. two days yep. later, yep. the house is a swimming pool. Yep. So, I, so that please, would be so. Anybody who's please, you, you, taking a vacation, especially over the winter time, if you're going to leave in the house for an extended period of time, turn that water off. No way your yeah. shut off valve is for the whole house. It'll it'll save you money. All right, we are out of time. My thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at four nine nine six three six zero. Good to see you there, buddy. We will see you next time. Also, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. We love them for that, and they do a great job. Three five seven zero eight one three. Good thanks, to see Bob. you. And my son Greg, hey. Instagram account is at we sell Louisville. Dot com. Yep. Or no, just at nope, we sell Louisville. No dot com, com. But at, at we sell Louisville. Whatever. Got it. And whatever. you can reach me anytime and uh, for anything you need, vendors or dislist or sell buyers. It's three seven six five four eight three is my direct number or Bob at we sell Louisville dot com. See you next week on News Radio eight forty WHAS.